Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What is up, everybody? We are back again, episode 25. We've got a great guest on this week. Um, you know, a lot of stuff happening in Belgium this week. Uh, Belgium will be a good segment. Night of the Giants, which is like a big, pretty much the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl of Antwerp, <laughs> of Antwerp Belgium. We'll get into that. Yes, sir. Um, you know, we've got some updates and blurs. I think you guys had your banquet. Um, we did. Yeah, and uh, I guess some updates uh, with Lucas. He's got he's got a, a workout or two coming up uh, for people that are that are keeping up with him. So got a got a good show. Um, probably not a lot of Bears today. NFL draft is coming up though on Thursday. Um, so yeah, Will, what's going on, man? Sorry, a lot is going on. Just like you said, uh, had a pretty uh, eventful week myself. Um, Loyal and I at the Cubs game this week was pretty great, and then we follow that up with uh with the banquet. Yeah, I forgot about the Cub Cubs night. Cubs won twenty one to zero. Yeah, I, I was I was in Wrigley for it. It, it was oh, it was wow. cool. I mean, it was like the first seventy degree day. I want to say, or it was like seventy five and awesome. So it was cool to see everyone else out. Nice. All right. Well, uh, let's uh. <laughs> Let's let's get some bears, but first, Mr. Hoffman. Actually, maybe not Bears this week, and we'll fill everyone in after the draft. But uh, first, uh, do you have a little message from Bet Online? Yes, sir. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs and even the MLB. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BLE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. No bear segment today. We will talk more 
after we know who we have drafted this week, um, offensive lineman, hopefully wide receiver, hopefully. Here's my predictions. But uh, we'll get into blurs now. Um, our guest is a is a is a blur, but a lot of uh, updates this week. So we'll take it away. Yeah. So since we last talked, we uh, we completed our roster for the next season, at least our scholarship um, allotment, which I it seemed like fans were pretty uh, pretty excited about. We can detail uh, people more and more uh, as like um, you know th- those guys get here and progress. I mean, I I, I wish I, I missed a couple of these guys' visits for Easter weekend. Um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, the, I know the coaches were really excited. It was good to see like a reaction uh, on Twitter. Like p- people were like doubting. I mean, um, you know, with everything that was going on, I saw some little little worried uh, comments. But yeah. I, uh, well, for those the, the listeners, I mentioned this in the interview, but I actually played with uh, Jamarrell Wilson um, in AAU. Played with him for two years, and then. Uh, he played an extra year, went to Lehigh, and now he, he's got his COVID year. So great guy, gonna fit awesome. right in. I mean, he's he's a stand-up dude, honest, integrity, all that type of stuff. He's funny, um, you know. And I think his game has progressed a lot. I mean, I, he didn't have many offers, um, you know, as a as a junior and senior, but his game has really progressed. He went to Lehigh, averaged great numbers. Um, really worked on his shot is, is, is really a much improved shooter. And, uh, you know, his athleticism, he, that was one thing he was always had a, had a great body. Uh, he's like, he's like a legit six, 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 seven, mm-hmm. um, you know, defender strong reminds me of Lucas in, in that sense, you know, longer arms and, and, you know, that type of focus, but, um, you know, so We'll see. We'll see what he in, in this defensive system. Hopefully, he can he can flourish. Yeah, he uh, it works out perfect because he's the one I, I know the least about. But uh, from all indications, I, I've I've seen some comments. He said uh, he seems like a great guy for the culture. Um, that same weekend, we also got Sheldon Sheldon Edwards um, from Valpo. It kind of feels like an NBA transaction. We got yeah, who killed us for a couple of years. Um, He's coming over, and it's great to have another weapon that Arsenal man. He, I, Drew posted a great video of like we literally had to double him at Valpo this year, and one of the times we, which he still had some good reactions to, but the best one we doubled him in the second half, ran two guys at him. I think it was probably like a here and Ryan, and at no fault of their own, uh, Sheldon just pulled up from like 30, 32 feet. And cashed it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not not yeah. time to about yeah. that. So, yeah. And then Bryce and Phil, obviously, that they they, uh, they play pickup with us, and they both showed flashes of of brilliance. So we're excited for for all four of them. Nice, nice. You guys had the uh, banquet. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while since my freshman year, your sophomore year, since we had an in person banquet due to COVID. Um, but it was a great turnout. I mean, more, more than I expected. I probably should have prepared uh, my speech better. I mean, I, I put a lot of thought into some people I wanted to really thank. But uh, outside of that, like all all seven of, of us seniors, um, 
it was it was cool to see that and we we appreciate everyone that that came out man it's that's always uh it's always good to see and i told a couple of fans that were there like you know i'm i'm definitely gonna be back there for that um that's that's something i enjoy so yeah Ahir Ugwak sent me a Snapchat, or actually it was on a story, and it was of you frantically making corrections on a note on a cheat sheet under the table while the banquet was going on. Yeah, I don't know. Some people might (laughs) notice that. Let's think about that, though. Those six guys are all graduate students. In graduate classes, I mean, were you a little nervous for the speech? I just I needed to to, to put some put some notes down, man. That's you just did, how did I you know it. you had to give a speech? I I was told I had to give a speech within seven days of the event. Yeah, and but, you you hadn't prepared anything. No, I did. I just I don't know. I don't know. It was it was a an interesting setting. I I had not done something like that quite before but what did anyone tear up um i don't think so I'm trying to think i it's maybe choked up a couple guys choked, might have up. choked up okay um, but yeah there's a lot of genuine like genuine like moments man like a lot, a lot of good comments ryan actually so princeton had a group project that you know you can't skip a group project so he didn't go. No, <laughs> he was there at the start. He got called. He had to go out and get on Zoom, and then, um, and then yeah, uh, <laughs> came back and it was past his turn. He's just the type of guy. I don't think he was super eager to get up there and, and talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He obviously, could he's he's brilliant, but yeah. Um, I saw a couple of tweets about some people like saying, uh, people were gone. Yeah, a couple of people did of class again. Uh, depending on what your situation is in those night classes, like there's only so many of them. So, right, right. All right, so that was good. Then you, you went to the, the Cubs game or something. Yeah, yeah. So I I didn't really publicly say that. I don't think I told a couple people, but Drew was super nice. He knows Tate and I are huge Cubs fans, like we have been our our whole lives. So he uh, he invited each of us to do the seventh inning stretch with him um, from the press box. Uh, now we both checked the weather and we're like, Oh man, I don't know if that's going to happen. And we got there and sure enough, it was cold and rainy. Uh, enjoyed it. Lucas threw out his, uh, the first pitch um, along with the new women's coach, coach Guth. And uh, I'll say this, Lucas threw a ball. He's now one and one in uh, first pitches. I think, We'll call the White Sox a strike. So we'll see. We'll see what he has in his future as far as first pitches. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I bet that that's not the last one. Yeah. So uh, we were waiting to go up. You know, our, our guy Bill. We're gonna get Bill on here. Um, he just knows everyone. Um, yeah. And yeah. So Tate, Drew, and I. I'm um, Bill get up to the press box and we look out and they're pulling the tarp over the field. So, Damn. Um, but yeah, Hey, it was cool to be up there. Saw a couple people. Saw a couple it, it's it's pretty group. small up there, right? No, nah, it's bigger than you expected. We didn't, we were actually in like, they have a little 
called a cafeteria, but like tables back there were some media members were working um, during the uh, the rainy day. But uh, that was good. And like I, I said in, uh, I think, in the interview with Dante or off air, that uh, Wrigley was awesome yesterday, this weekend, because it got warm again. I think that's a great asset we should sell in recruiting how cool that this time of year is. Yeah. So, yeah, um, pr- pretty uh, pretty solid week. Just got a week left of school here, I'm, and then a couple finals, but, you know, you know, deal with that, so it'll be good. When is school over, like start of May? Yeah, first first week of May is finals. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. I got to hang around for uh, for graduation. Nice, nice. Our, uh, our buddy Lucas has got a workout with the Celtics coming up. Um, so super excited for him, uh, to, to go out there and do that. I don't know. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We should, we should, you know, have him in here at least. I know there's a couple other guys. Um, they should just give us, give us updates to read every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, no, we'll I, I think it's super it. interesting because you, you don't, a lot of people don't really know like that process and, um, you know, how much the, the work you got to do and, and things like that. So, um excited for him the celtics is a tough workout it's like you know around the nba it's it's known as a pretty tough one so um you know got an opportunity so hopefully he he could take advantage of that and uh we'll we'll have some more updates on that as as the weeks go by all right yeah let's uh let's do some belgium are you paying down an old credit card debt Personal loan could be your solution. Loans usually come with fixed monthly payments, making them a simple way to help pay off your credit cards. Plus, loans usually have lower interest rates than credit cards do, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you, so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free, and it won't affect your credit scores and save you money. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. All right, Crut, you said you had a big week. I saw uh, some pictures of night at the Giants. Looked uh, pretty awesome. You guys smoked a team you'd had some trouble with in the past. Um, talk, talk to me a little bit about, I think we've, you know, we've built it up a little bit. We talked about it in the fall, but, uh, what is night of the giants and, and how was it? All right. So night of the giants is pretty much the Antwerp Belgium mega bowl. Okay. For those of you that have seen semi-pro it's equivalent to the Flint, Michigan mega bowl. It's one night of the year we play in not Lotto Arena, where our home home court is. We play next to it in Sport Palace, which holds, I don't know how much it holds, maybe 23. I'm going to do a fact check real quick. Sport Palace. Let's see. Uh, it's not pulling up. <laughs> it happens. 
While you're looking, who did Capacity, you? Capacity, 23,359. Okay. Let's see what it was built. Yeah, it holds a lot of people. Wow. Hold on one second. Started Building started in 1933. Mm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, holds a lot of people. We had like 11,000 uh, there. But... It, it looked really full because they kind of curtained like a, a third or, or a fourth of the stadium. So um, it looked pretty, pretty full. Um, obviously, there was that back section that they had kind of black curtained out. So, yeah. um, no, it was it was a great night. It was there were a ton of different promos and stuff going on. It was literally the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Jackie Moon wrestles a bear. Yeah. Instead. <laughs> This group is performing at halftime, or uh, I don't even know. They had two like Belgian, Belgians got talent winners, like two groups. One performed at halftime, and the other one performed like in the you know during a quarter break you know, or something. Tracks. No, they were both dance routines. Uh-huh. Um, like at one point to start the game. Before the game, they had like taped these balloons to the ceiling, and like tons of balloons, and they let them all go into the crowd. I don't know what that was. That was some sort of promo. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, and then the game. The game was great. Uh, we played well. Played. Uh, you always play well in a, in a good environment, in a good in front of a, a good crowd. So. Uh, yeah, I think we went uh, two and one last week. We, we had three games in a, in a week. Uh, we played Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, and uh, went we went two and one. So we're starting to build some momentum. The, the playoffs are coming up uh, in a week from Tuesday. So we got two more games, and then uh, then the playoffs start. So we're trying to build up some momentum and and uh, you know go into the playoffs with a feeling good. Yeah, um, we got into it a little bit with. Dante, I think mostly off air about um, like the standings and everything. So you guys are four and four, is that correct? And be next. Yeah, four and four in the in the next phase. Um, if if we can go six and four, that'd be that'd be really good. We'll be able to maybe uh, jump up a spot and and yeah. uh, we might end up playing Mons. We might we could play Leuven. I'm not sure yet. Um, but these last two games, I think we have one less game played than some people. So um that kind of is a little skewed for the for the points so we're gonna we got a game tuesday and friday and then uh yeah then we go into playoffs so um starting to starting to get on a on a good path kind of kind of ascending right good. now and, and hopefully we can we can keep that going um and keep playing together so yeah first night of the giants in like two two or three years because of covid and they didn't have one last year or the year before so um yeah it was the first taste of uh you know i had one of the guys um i know one of the guys on the other team and he was like man this is sick i was like yeah we don't we don't play here normally <laughs> and we we definitely don't get this amount of fans for every game but no it, it was it was cool um hopefully it will spark more people to come to the games um, yeah and uh you know check us out so definitely definitely um you kind of made it seem like that wasn't the only large part of your week 
Was there anything else you've been up to since we last recorded? Um, well, we went out to, to grown again. Um, you know, we, we stayed in a hotel cause it's, it's too far of a drive to just do in one day. It's like three and a half hours. Gotcha. Um, and the game was at eight, eight 30. So you, you can't, can't go, you can't go up the same day and leave the same day. So we went up a day early. Um, we ended up losing that game. It, it was a good game though. It was a good game. I think we lost by like six or, or something and we played well. Um, but we just kind of lost it at the end, fourth quarter. Um, what else happened this oh, week? Hey, while we're on that, so Garnigan is, uh, is Dante's team. Um, yeah. And we'll, sh- we'll get into that with him, but, um, were, uh, first of all, like, what were your respective performances? Uh, we both played well. Uh, he, 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 uh, I don't know how many points he had. I think he made a three and a, in a, in a, had a, he, he, uh, he had a floater on me. He came down the lane and he shot a little floater over me and made it. And I, I ran down the floor. I was like, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, that, that was on, my next question. Like, you guys have any, uh, scenarios where yeah, like, sometimes I'll, I'll i'll talk to him uh on the free throw line or something like um one of our guys uh markel brown was was at the free throw line and dante was like i know he's gonna give us one and i and i was like i don't think so man I, he's like a 90 something percent free throw was like yeah i don't know man i don't think he's gonna give you one here and he, he made he made all three of them so yeah. um that type of stuff and i know a couple guys on that team um so, you know, it was good to see those guys and uh, good to compete against those guys. And, uh, yeah, so Flint, Michigan, Mega Bowl. Flint, Michigan, Mega Bowl. I mean, it was, it was like, uh, you know, it was dubbed the biggest spectacle, basketball spectacle in Belgium, Night of the Giants. I mean. The biggest basketball spectacle in Belgium. Say that three times fast. Basketball spectacle in Belgium. BBSB. Yep, BBSB. So, and it, it was good. It was good. Uh, the music, man. We, we got a DJ that uh, does, like, every game for us, and he's got some classic songs, you know, some classic songs that he always plays. And uh, he pulled out all the stops for Night of the Giants, man. Um, just... He he's got this version of "Let It Be" by the Beatles, like a like a an upbeat "Let It Be" yeah, that. that I that I don't really like that I personally don't like. I like the original, but you can't play the original. Yeah. So, um, and then he tied that in with little "Hey Jude." You know, a lot of people got going on that. Um, again, a, a, a faster you know kind of version, which jeez. It got, yeah, just, there's, I call them Europe songs, classic Europe songs Funny. that that I haven't heard before. And then I come over here and they're like anthems over here. So, uh, yeah, so that was, that was interesting. And uh, he always wears a fedora, which is, which is kind of a, he's got a little swag to him. He was, he had the, the fedora was in full effect. Uh, for night of the giants you need to you need to bring a fedora out for your uh pre-game like fits you know and, and like uh oh yeah my pre-game fits we gotta we gotta wear like a suit to the games they got us like a suit and 
it's kind of nice. I don't mind it. Um, oh, every, every game? Uh, every home game. Every home game. But, like, uh, this game, like, it was on TV in the Netherlands and in Belgium. Um, and most of our games aren't on, aren't, aren't on TV. They're on B-Next TV, but not like, yeah, you know, the, the ESPN of Belgium or whatever it is. Probably not. And, and like, okay. you know, you I walk up to the arena and, like, the guy's, like, got a camera as I'm walking in and stuff. <laughs> like, you got everybody, not just me, but uh, – that was different, I guess. We don't normally get that over here. So I guess that was kind of cool. And then, like, uh, you got to see our floor, man. You got, I mean, the amount of stickers on the court, <laughs> literally, we have, like, probably, I counted, like, 14 stickers. Seven on one side, seven on the other. Huh. It's unreal. Volvo, uh, some other Belgian companies I don't know, uh, a, a bank, uh, a construction company, Port of Antwerp, uh, Port. Golden Golden Palace Casino. Nice. Uh, Golden uh, Palace Casino player of the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who else? There's like a, another uh, sport something sports betting place like and all of them have a sticker on on our court Hmm. and they added some because it's night of the giants and it's on tv like usually you know you have like the stickers and and then there's a b next there's a b next league sticker i mean it's unbelievable man the whole court is in stickers it's like it's like a a a comedy how many stickers can we fit on this court (laughs) What, are they are they an issue? Like I remember a couple of years. Oh ago. yeah, they're they're awful. They're slippery. Yeah. The 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 court that we have. If you bounce a ball in the paint, you better bounce it as hard as you possibly can. There are so many dead spots in this court. I, I don't know. The court is from, I don't know when the eighties probably, but a lot of dead spots. A lot of. A lot of bouncing of a ball that a sound that you should not hear, like a like a dead hollow bounce. Did wood is very underrated. All right, like a team's wood. I, I would talk about that whenever, like you know, walkthroughs of game days. I'd be like, you know, I think uh, first of all, I'll say I, I I really like our rims and our. Our court, I think, I think that's all pretty standard. There's a couple yeah. places in the valley, like Bradley, terrible wood, terrible wood. Yeah. It's, a, it's an ice rink. I want to say you and I is pretty good wood. Yeah. Floor. Um. Indiana State's got some good wood. Yeah. Valpo. Best glass, really good glass. Got good glass. Yeah. Yeah. Good rims, good glass. Firm, firm rims, but good glass. Firm rims. Firm rims, but good glass. Yeah. That is true. Um, Like, I I wish – I got to find a picture of this and send it to you, the the amount of stickers on the court. And, they and like, so get this. We've got a sponsor, Volvo. Volvo Scan Car is like a – I've seen your car. It's like a big – is like a big sponsor for us. So they have – they've got these, like, flags in the arena that say Volvo Scan Car. Okay. They also have two stickers on 
each half court, let's say Volvo scan car. Hmm. Our jersey that like on the ass of our jersey, it says Volvo scan car. Okay. <laughs> and to to do I guess Volvo scan car was not happy with the amount of representation because they they brought we brought in three cars into the arena, into the arena, and just parked them there so people could see the Volvo scan car car next to the flags. All right. So, you know, if the sales have gone up for Volvo scan car in the Antwerp region, you're welcome. It's, it's, you're welcome. It's, it's because <laughs> of the night of the giants. Man. All right. Yeah. You, so, need, to bring, you need to get your Volvo over here. Yeah, let me just I see that Antwerp giants. Uh, that, that. Jess got into a crash or someone hit Jess. Oh, he yes. was fine. Okay. And I, 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 uh, I didn't, the stickers got removed and, uh, for a while there, I was just driving around a, a normal car and it was, I mean, yeah, it's all right. It's not like I care about having a, I've got like five or six big monkeys on my car driving around, driving around this place, driving around the streets. But, uh, I actually had a. For a while there, I had a car with no no stickers on it, um, but then I then I got the stickers again. I don't mind the stickers, but you know, would you rather have a car with four or five, you know, Antwerp Giants logo or just a nice sleek black car? You know, I mean, depends on the situation. No, I, I think I'd be entertained by having an Antwerp Giants themed car. That that I call it a gimmick, a gimmick car. Okay. It's huge over here, dude, in Europe, or at least in, in Antwerp, Belgium, in Belgium in general. Like, I'll see it all the time. People got stickers on their car for a company or something. Like, do you see that a lot? No, not as much. No, but. you don't see that. Like, you don't see that a lot uh, in, in in the States, I feel like. I mean, sure, there's there's a couple like a worker's van has their thing on it. But like, I'm just talking like a de- like a, a detail, a sticker detail on a side door. Hmm. So you see them all the time. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Well, the theme of uh, this week's Belgium will be sticker talk, sticker and talk and sp- just sponsorships in general. I'll, I'll, I'll put that in. I, I want some type of Antwerp giant sticker. Or a random Belgium company. Please bring that back to America, and I will put that in my living. I'll I'll try. I mean, maybe I'll get one off our court. And then after the game, like, because we play in in Sport Palace or even in Lotto Arena, like, there are so many events going on there that, like, um, right after the game, they got to take everything down because (laughs) they got to get ready for the next event. Yeah. And there's, it's like a 20 person team that just comes in and just dismantles the whole court and they take all the stickers off. Wait, so time out. Um, I saw a picture of you with like a big pint of beer still in your I mean, jersey after a game. Like, is, does that happen like every home game or? Uh, uh, that was a, a picture that, uh, for Night of the Giants, okay. um, like a promo thing. Did you, did you like, drink? Did you drink that whole glass? No, absolutely not. Oh my gosh! I I put that right down after the picture was taken. Okay. I hate beer. 
Um, That's disappointing. After the game, we have to go to like the, a little, we call it like the VIP. Like you have yeah. to go for like the people that, you know, are, are big supporters or whatever, kind of go and mingle for a little bit. Um, after the game, I think one or two guys cracked open a beer. Uh, after the game, I, 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 uh, I unfortunately have never done that. After a game, just crack open a, a cold one. Um. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that's pretty good. Again, you got those two games coming up, and then it's it's playoff time. Um, let's uh, let's get to this interview with our our guy Dante. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits with a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash belief. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. All right. We'd like to welcome on a friend of mine. I don't, I don't know if Will's got many opportunities to talk to this guy, um, but... You know, I played with him only for one year, four years at Loyola, CBI champion, 2018 Arch Madness most outstanding player, and currently playing uh, in the same league as me. He's 3-0 against me this year, so maybe we're going we're gonna to have to talk a little bit about that. But welcome on, Dante Ingram, my former teammate. What's up, man? What's up, man? Happy to be on the podcast, talk to Will. And the man, the myth, the legend, Rub Wig, man. What's it's, going been, on? it's been a long time, man. It's been a long time coming to get you on here. Uh, I feel like I've hinted at a couple times. We got some old, we got Ben on, we got Clay. It was just a matter of time we, we got around to you, man. No, for sure, man. I'm just happy to be part of the action. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll start with just kind of what brought you to Loyola, like, you know, obviously this is we're trying to branch out from just Loyola, but this is a is a heavy Loyola podcast. So you know, how uh, how did you get your start? Why did you choose to come to Loyola? I know you're a Chicago guy. Um, and, and just talk a little bit about that, man. Like for me, I just feel like it made so much sense. Um, I moved to Chicago um, after my sophomore year of high school. I have been playing AAU since. Um, eighth, ninth grade, uh, came up and did a full package. Um, played with Mean Streets, yeah, yeah, played for Mean Streets for a year. Uh, went with D Rose and uh, a coach, um, from Simeon, um, who I was close friends with, um, 
ended up, long story short, convincing me to come to Chicago. And uh, for me, just getting there and then being recruited by Emmanuel Dildy, um, wanting to stay close to home since I had just gotten there. Um, and then just seeing, you know, the campus and visiting and seeing uh, Porter's vision, uh, everything kind of just made sense, man. And then obviously having a Chicago guy in uh, Milton Doyle who convinced me as well and uh, helped me see that vision through his lens. Uh, yeah, everything just made sense for me, man. So it was kind of a no-brainer once I got the offer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we got, uh, you know, my former roommate is a, is a Whitney Young guy. <laughs> You know, Lucas Williamson. We got a little – you went to Simeon, obviously. A little bit of a rivalry there. Um, you played with Jabari Parker, right? Yeah, yeah. Played with Jabari for a year. For a year? You guys You guys won the state title, right? Yep. We won the state title my junior year. Yep. Against um, – played Stevenson with Jalen Brunson. Um, oh, okay. Who, who else was on that Simeon team besides uh, Jabari? Man, we had uh, – Jalen Tate was at point guard – we had uh, who went to U of I, um, Kendrick Nunn was at the two. Uh, we had Kendall Pollard, yeah, Kendall Pollard at the three, who play, had a great career at Dayton. Uh, we had Jabari at the four. Um, had Russell Woods at the five, um, who played at Mizzou, um, and then uh, myself, uh, DJ Williams off the bench. Um, Zach Norvell, who at the time was a freshman, I was a junior. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go over the colleges real quick. Yeah, have, have. It's Illinois, Missouri, Duke, Loyola, Mizzou, Dayton, Dayton, uh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Uh, Ben Coupet. Ben went to uh, a couple schools. He went to UNLV. Ended his career actually. Will you you seen him at uh, SIU this year? Yeah, yeah, he gave us some buckets. It was yeah. tough. Um, yeah, I swear he did like seven years in college. He was uh, a freshman or something? He no. was a freshman when I was a junior. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a senior this year. Yeah, yeah because I uh, I worked out with him a couple times. He was up at some open gyms. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Simeon versus Zionsville Eagles. <laughs> two-three zone. Can you handle a two-three zone? No. <laughs> that's the one thing they couldn't handle with you with you in the middle, man. No, no, hey, I'm on the wing. We got some size. We got some size. Um, Hey, Dante, you know Jabari Parker's been – he's been coming to some open gyms with us recently? No, I haven't. Yeah, he's been uh, at Norva at least twice since I've been there. Um, How's he looking? Good. Good. I mean, it's crazy. He's he's like – You're guarding him, though. Not actively (laughs) – he he was on my team most of the time, and uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. But yeah, he gave us some words of encouragement. It was good, but uh, nah, yeah, he's he's not, yeah, he's a freak, man. I I mean, being in practice with him, um, some of the stuff you know that he did, just seeing that every day, it was ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. So then, who did you play with? The that was your junior year. Then who? Most of the same guys. What did you guys do the next year? Your senior year. So my senior year, we had uh, we obviously had what was that? My the starting lineup was all seniors actually, with Jalen, Kendrick, Kendall, Jabari, and Russ. So next year we got a lot younger. Uh, so the starting lineup we had next year was Zach Norvell played the one. We had uh, myself at the two. We had Ben Coupet. 
at the three. We had DJ Williams at the four. And we had Ed Morrow. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. At the five. Who went Nebraska? to Nebraska? He went to Nebraska? He started at Marquette, but then he finished at Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then that, that's your Brunson one, well, one state, right? Yeah, he won state that year. Actually, vice versa. He started at Nebraska, finished at Marquette. Yeah, man, that's the year Brunson won it. Um, we uh, got put out by uh, Whitney Young that year, actually. Oh. We had, uh, so they had Jalil that year, Paul White, Miles Reynolds, uh, and a couple other guys. And, man, we were up, like, the whole game. We were up the whole game. Played two, three zone. Jaleel gets a post up. We're doubling every time. Uh, and Ed Morrow fouls out in the fourth, in the beginning of the fourth quarter. So, and from there, we had our backup um, was a, a, a six four uh, center. So, yeah, we kind of just. For, for success. Yeah, didn't have a chance at that point. But, yeah, man, Russell Neal won it that year. But, yeah, we had a real nice team that year. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, you went on, you played at Loyola, you know, the and, and a lot of people don't realize like the first three years that you played there was not what it is now. Even the even the you know, my freshman year, your senior year, I mean, I can remember some games where we didn't have that many people in the in the stands. We didn't have a big following. Just talk about like the the evolution of you know, I feel like I, I've asked this to, to London. We had London on here. I asked him about this. Um, and play, you know, yeah. but like the evolution of coming in and then, you know, come, going out on such a high note, but now seeing it. And it's even for me, like now seeing it, we're in the A-10 now, like moving up and up and up and just getting, you know, more, more recognition. Yeah, man. My freshman year, I kid you not, freshman, sophomore year, um, I could probably remember every face in the crowd. Like, I mean, we have, we probably had a hundred, two hundred people in the crowd. Um, now, you know, the student section was kind of non-existent. Uh, you know, just just the overall atmosphere it was not. It was nowhere near what it was. Um, I think for the CBI, my freshman year, we got some, you know, some okay turnouts. Yeah. Um, and then junior year, we started to get just a little bit more. Um, I think Porter did a great job of, you know, trying to have events and stuff and get the students involved and get more students. Um, but then even into senior year, like, you know, it wasn't an like, opener. It was like, okay, here we go again. Not too many fans. Yeah. Played Wright State. I remember that. Oh, yeah. that game. Yeah. Wright State opener. The, the student section, I remember Wright State pretty game. good. It was decent that game. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was decent. Um, honestly, I don't feel like we started getting like a lot of fans until like I think after was it after we beat Florida? Yeah, something around there. Yeah, I like, think so. Like, yeah, like we lost our first game at home to Indiana State in the Valley. Yeah, I was there for that. On a ridiculous uh, game, uh, ugly. Yeah, that was your that was your visit. Yeah, or you just went to the game. I just half. Yeah, it was a walk-on visit. Uh. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sorry about that, Will. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, happy that we ended up, you know, pulling it through anyways. Um, but, yeah, man, we lost to Indiana. I remember we lost to Indiana State. We lost to uh, – Missouri well, we, State. Missouri State was the first game. Well, we first dropped 
because we, we dropped Milwaukee because I think yeah. Clay and Ben were out or one or the other. And then we went right into conference and dropped that one. Uh, and then we dropped Indiana State. So it's like we lost like what, two of our first three yeah, or four? Yeah, first four. So we're like two and two. Yeah. Um, and then we, man, we just started rolling after that. Like we started rolling. Yeah. I want to say we our went last. 15 and three or something. Yeah. I, I want to say our last loss was Bradley. against Bradley, yeah. um, like what, beginning of January? Mid January. Yeah, like right and yeah. after that, we didn't, we literally, we didn't lose. Like we just won out. Um, until Michigan. So, man, I remember senior night against Illinois State. I mean, that was that was crazy, man. Sold out. Atmosphere was nice. Um, yeah. And honestly, man, from there, the rest was history. Like Now they're just getting that every game. Yeah, every game. Well, I don't know what it's like. It's not It's not like 2018 in Illinois State every game. Like Ben, ben said the same thing. He's like, you guys have it? No, no. It, but it's nice. Hey, it looks it, it looks pretty good looking. It up looks here. pretty good. <laughs> Got the, the students for sure. The students always come through, man. They're they're running through like, you know, an hour before before game time, get it filled up. So yeah, one man. thing one thing that's constant though, even through Dante's years, is the band of wolves, baby. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> thick and the thin. Through thick and the thin, the band of wolves was always there, putting on a show. Not, yes, the, uh, not the I believe that we will win chant going before tip off. Yes, sir. Yeah, I love him, man. Shout out to the Wolves. Playing a little uh, I Want You Back by Michael Jackson. I always got me Jackson 5. That got me going. Yeah, man. Um, I got a question going back a little bit. You know, Coach Moser would always harp on, like, that CBI experience. Like, as a, like from a player's perspective, I forget Ben's – full-on answer to this but like what was what was your guys mindset like that especially like as a freshman like approaching the cbi and then just like the u- uniqueness of the tournament um and like do you really think that propelled you guys going forward okay to be completely honest yeah. um, to be completely honest when he first brought it up i think as a team you know coming as a freshman like all, <laughs> in, in any postseason play <laughs> you're thinking tournament you know what i'm saying or yeah. or nit you know worst case um so you know for us i think for some of the guys it was like i mean oh, okay like this is like the, <laughs> this, is, yeah, this is like the third or fourth like maybe the fourth rent tournament you know the fourth one. yeah like and we were just like i mean i guess you know let's just do it but you know honestly we had the seniors joe chrisman Kristen thomas uh, and a couple other guys if i'm missing um, that, you know, want to go out with, you know, on a winning note. So I think once we got in it, you know, uh, and start winning and, you know, coaches just harping like, man, this is going to be the turning point for us. Um, this is the first postseason appearance we've made since, you know, whatever amount of years. It's like I'm telling you, like, we can use this and we can really run with this and gain momentum over the next couple of years. Um, so, you know, once we started winning a few games, and advancing and we won and it's like you know it was an experience that i for sure appreciated um i think we used that um what to get the first uh 20 20 win season that there was in a long time so that was nice to do um you know for the school and the team um but i think it did play an intricate part of you know where we ended up being um you know a couple years later because i think each year we kind of used it as a stepping stone Next year, you know, a little bit around 500, a little bit above. 
um, junior year, like we were kind of right there, man. We lost a lot of games. We lost around eight games, like within four points or less. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not over the hump yet. But the games right Southern I watched, you guys lost at the end. I remember coming to a Evansville game. Yeah. And they had this big mother dude. Michael, Michael he was, Beaches, man. He was yeah. a dog. He was like seven feet, 300 pounds or something. He, he was a dog, man. He played yeah. for the Nets for a little bit, actually. Yeah. And they ran some good stuff with uh, <laughs> old Marty Simmons over there. Marty Simmons, BJ Valentine that year. Run, dude. Yeah, man. They, they, they get one or two players every year. They just plug them in the system and run the same plays. Yeah. And then they get one guy that averages like 17 plus. Coming off curl screens. Um, who was uh who was it my freshman year? It was what was his name? Which team? Evans uh Ryan Taylor. Remember him? Ryan Taylor, yeah. Yeah, he went he went to Northwestern. They ran eight thousand screens for that dude. Man, they using dude like Rip Hamilton over there. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do though, man. It's every year they got a, a guy that can play that role. So it's a little different now. This, yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's I, no, Marty Simmons old team. No do, you, do you still keep up with the Valley a lot, or you, you just I mean, mostly we, Loyola? Well, yeah, when we play, um, I noticed there was a couple guys that I liked a lot. I liked the kid from Missouri State. He was a problem, man. Uh, what's his name? Mosley was good. Mosley yeah, was good. Uh, Prim was good. So I liked whenever we matched up with them. Um, I think Bradley had a nice guard. Um was that AJ Taylor from you and I was pretty good. AJ Green, AJ Green, 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 Green. Yes, yeah, sorry, AJ Green. Um, so I, I kept up a little bit, but yeah, I, yeah. you know, I'm not watching a game unless it was playing. So yeah, I mean, just listen to your parents, man. <laughs> they they got to see plenty plenty of games the last four years. Yeah. I know you want to bring that up. Like, yeah, how's but, how's how's pops doing, man? He's a loyal, a legend, loyal, a fan favorite. You know, just a just a, a legend of a fan. He's How's doing he good, man. He's doing good. They actually just came out uh about a week ago. They came out. I, I saw that. I saw that. Yep. So yeah, he's doing good, man. And you know him. You hear him before you see him. Yeah, that's uh, true. He's he's sitting. I got him, you know, I got him the, you know, the tickets right behind the bench. And he's he's just going, man. No different than he would at a Loyola game. Yeah. I so, was wondering if he was gonna be uh be there when we when we when we went up there like two or whatever a week ago, but I think he they had just left or something. Yeah, we played we played Tuesday and they left town on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, he's doing good, man. Um I know he got to catch some games this year as well. Yeah. Um so yeah, any yeah, chance like, like every year I feel like we have seen in some aspect. I have probably seen him more than like a decent amount of my teammates in the past four years. Their their parents, so that that was always fun. The, the chance to that was always great. Yeah, for sure. He hey, he's a rambler for life, man. He mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be up there any chance he gets. All right, this is a question we have to ask. Any memories, good stories, any anecdotes from 2018 that you want to – that you think people might not know, maybe I don't even know? Uh, I mean, I think – I think um, it's funny, the, the last few years, whenever I get asked about it, there's like specific questions that people ask about each place, like each round. Yeah. Um, there's so, bro, there's so many, you know, memories and, and, and part of that experience that was enjoyable and fun, like from the 
first game winner to Clay's game winner to Marcus's dagger to, you know, how he won against K-State, just the whole experience behind that. Like, it's 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 tough for me to kind of just look back and, you know, pinpoint, like pinpoint one moment. Yeah, yeah pinpoint one moment. Okay. But, yeah, man, I, I just, you know, having that group and how close close we were um, and, you know, just how – and just feel like we had a, just a well-oiled machine, man, and, you know, the way we played and enjoyed each other off the court – and just kind of took in that whole experience, bro. It's yeah, it's it's like impossible for me to pick one moment, but right, a lot of fun, man. Um, and then, like you said, just to see, like from there, that that wasn't the only year that we had success. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think that's been real nice uh, to see more than anything that it's been seeing you success and growth within the, in the program. So that's what I'm yeah. most proud of. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh... What else you got, Will? Oh, like, is there anything in particular like that you just didn't anticipate at all with the NCAA tournament? Whether it was someone coming out of the woods like to say something, or like an event um, that you got to take part in, just like something that kind of surprised you, at least like coming back from like that first weekend or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's kind of <laughs> random, but uh, it's good. There was like uh, we got got back from my what was that from dallas and me and ben were like walking back to the apartments and you know to get back to the apartments you gotta pass the cpa um and walk through the little alley and it's late at night and and this this guy just comes out the woodworks like i'm kind of ready to fight like i'm like yo what's going on guy runs down on us he's like kind of reaching for something i'm like yo what's going on he pulls out like uh just like 20 you know pictures of me and ben like hey, hey like <laughs> yeah i need you to sign these like can you, can you, can you sign them um and that was just like the start of you know kind of like you know being back and just started to seeing like all the attention and um just you know the craziness behind fans or whatever reason i know that guy probably didn't keep any of those pictures he's probably no flipping. he didn't keep a single one he didn't keep a single one he's flipping them to get autograph get some money off of it but i think that was one of the most crazy things because it was the first time that anything like that had happened you know what i mean i it, it could have easily been past midnight or around midnight and you know guys were coming out the woodworks and you know kind of just treating us like we were celebrities i think that was one of the craziest things that Obviously, as the tournament progressed, um, it only started to get worse and, and more, you know, interesting. But, yeah, that was one of the experiences I think was very, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we uh, like, when we won those two games in Dallas, we we saw, you know, back on campus, like, the videos of all the students and stuff. Um, we knew there was, like, a lot of hype. But I didn't know that when we got back there was going to be, like, a, a – in a, a greeting, like an event, you know, like we got back, we just, you know, a long week and we got the next day off. I'm like, dude, I'm going, I'm trying to go back to my apartment, no, my dorm in Denobly in my 10 by 10 room and just relax. And there was like a greeting party and like you get off the bus and all, there's all these dudes, the guy that stopped Dante and them, all these guys are trying to get us to sign shit, mini balls, pictures like uh we had there were like these state farm like uh yeah. <laughs> pull outs getting yeah. us to sign shit 
and like dudes with shopping carts and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to sign this stuff. But it was a it was a pretty cool event. Coach, like a lot of students were there, and, and there was a ton of cameras and stuff. And coach said some stuff, and I think I think you got up and spoke uh, and Ben. So um, that was something kind of cool. I didn't think we would we would come home to kind of like a, a greeting party. Bro, though, another thing that was cool was when we came back, you know, driving past Lake Shore, seeing the, the skyline and all the buildings yeah. up with, like, you know, maroon and gold and seeing LUC. Yeah. Oh, that was like crazy. Blurs, so, like, go blurs on one of the yeah, buildings. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. crazy, man. That because was crazy. we had a, like, you guys had a March Mat or a Selection Sunday show, right, this week, this this year? Yeah. yeah. Ours was just okay. It wasn't like there were a ton of people there. Yeah, it was. Was there a lot of people there for yours? I mean, they just had, I'd say, like one of the sides down was pretty full, and then people on the floor. It was better than I expected, honestly. Um, I think I've seen pictures of yours. I I feel like there was a couple more people at ours, but yeah, yeah, there were definitely more people at at the one this year than it was uh, when we had it, but still, still nice. All right, so I guess, like, going from that, like, professionally, um, I got plenty of teammates right now that are a similar position you were once in. You spent a couple of years in, in the G League. We got to see you uh, against Milton out here uh, at, uh, against Windy City. What um, kind of was your experience in the G League? And then, like, would, I'm sure you've talked to a couple of these guys, but, like, what advice would you give these guys if they're going about that path? And, like, what did you learn from it? Man, I, I think the, I think the biggest thing is uh, you kind of um, you get a, a a taste of just how the business works. I think um, the most consistent thing about the G League is that it's inconsistent. Hmm. Like, That's good. Like uh, you don't you never know what to expect. Um, you have to be prepared to um, get things thrown out of you that are kind of out of your control you might not be able to do anything about and honestly like you have to chase the dream you know what i mean like you can't tell you can't let anybody tell you not to do something or that you shouldn't do it or it's not worth it um because if your mind's to it and you feel like you know you have that confidence in yourself and you want to see what's to it you know you have to take that opportunity um especially for me you know getting a chance with the Bulls summer league um and getting that opportunity in Dallas, like, there's just, like I said, there was so much that was inconsistent. Um, it really is about right place, right time, right situation. Um, like, for me, I'm in Dallas, man, and we had, at the time, there was no there was no Pelicans G League team, and there is no Portland G League team. So those teams, along with Dallas, would assign their players to our G League team. So yeah, for so example, three teams in one. So we got three teams in one. Um, so I've got a. Uh, at the time, I have. You guys remember Frank Jackson that went to Duke? Yeah, yeah. Now, we have Frank Jackson down with our team. He's a guard. We had from Portland, um, Gary Trent Jr. We had uh, Wade Baldwin and Caleb Swanigan. All sent, all sent down at the same time, along with uh, somebody that plays for OKC right now. Um, so for a guy like me, who's undrafted, um, an exhibit 10 player, like 
you don't, uh, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, I could go out there and have 15 points, be 5-5 five five from three, you playing well, but those guys are going to They're trying to develop well. those dudes. They're, they're, sending those, they're sending those guys down to make sure they get minutes and develop. So, yeah. um, great players I just named, obviously. Yeah. Whether Gary Trent Jr. has got 35 points, which he had a, a lot of nights. Yeah. Worked out. Or, or, or has five points. Those guys, you know, earn that right and have that right to be out there playing. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're going to play 35, 40 minutes a night, no matter what. Um, so those are things that you have to be prepared for because you won't always be in the position to where you're playing. And that can kind of be a dangerous thing because um, then you kind of just mentally, you can clock out a little bit like, man, like, what can I do to play? Like, you know, yeah. or when will I get my next opportunity or where will I go from here? Um so that's kind of something that is it can happen if with any team um and you have to really be uh aware of the positions that you you know sign up for because like for me I had those two years there to where I didn't really get much consistent playing time. I had spurts in Charlotte that were a little better, but even then I go to Charlotte, I'm playing behind the uh the oh, Martins, Caleb, yeah. uh Cody and Caleb. Um, who are both doing great, one with Miami and one with Charlotte. And then also uh, Jalen McDaniels, who's with Charlotte right now. He's got a big role with him. So those are three wings right there that I'm playing behind. And I kind of, you know, got to take advantage of opportunity when I get it. But I can go two weeks, three weeks not playing. Yeah. And then oh. the numbers call, you know, that third or fourth week, and it's like, all right, it's time to play, which is tough, you know, but that's kind of what you got to be prepared for. Um, because it can happen, happen with every team. Um, so I definitely learned from it. Um, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Um, you know, everything that I signed up for, I was aware of, and I use it as a learning experience. But like I said, it's definitely one of those things that you have to be prepared for that inconsistency and, and be professional about it. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of guys that did the, the a similar thing to you. Like even Milt, like he went and played – uh, he was on the Nets for a little bit, getting, you know, spot minutes. And he was on the Windy City Bulls. He was, um, you know, playing in the G League. And then he went over, I think he's went to Italy. And I think he's playing, he's doing really well in Turkey right now. I know another guy that I that I work out with, like, he, he told me one time, like, it's so, he, he played a little bit of minutes in, in the NBA. And, and he was like, I was asking him, like, hey, man, you're like, you going to go over to Europe this year? And he was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's so tough when you're so close, like you're so close to just getting your opportunity. Like you got NBA eyes on you all the time, you know. You're you're in the G League, or, or you're playing well. You're 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 getting minutes. You're scoring, it, and you're just like one guy. You're one injury away from maybe getting called up, or especially this year with COVID. Like, man, yeah, this is a couple guys get COVID. You know, they were signing a lot of guys to to ten days and, and things like that. So, um, it's tough like you said, to, to maximize your opportunities because you might not get that many. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, most definitely. This yeah, this past year, man, has been crazy. Uh, like you said, with COVID or injuries, I mean, you've never seen nothing like it before with the amount of guys getting called up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you that's, that's one of the things that you have to always be ready for when your number's called. Um, I could have easily been in Charlotte in that last couple of months playing well, 
you never know. You know what I mean? You can get yeah. call ups and you got to stay prepared. But um, like I said, I, I don't regret, you know, uh, taking that route and experiencing that. But um, because the G League is a good outlet, it's just a matter of, you know, right place, right time. Um, and, you know, for me, coming out is always like, uh, you know, I don't know if I want to go across the water yet. Yeah. Uh, right. Is it worth it? You know what I mean? Completely yeah. different lifestyle, um, different style of play, which this is my rookie year in Europe. You know, I'm kind of getting my feet wet, but yeah, um, I'm over here now and it's been great. You know what I mean? It's been a learning experience as well. And it obviously has its ups and downs, but it's definitely an opportunity and an experience that I'm happy to have. So, yeah, no, I would, I would say the same thing. Um, you know, it's my first year too. Um, so yeah, it's ups and downs, learning experience, trying to, you know, it, it is a different game over here for sure. And, uh, you know, just got to get used to it and adjust and, and hopefully, you know, get, you know, gather as much info and experience as you can and, and propel yourself and, and move up or do what you got to do. So. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Man. For sure. Man, I got to start you at the point, point center a little bit more, man. I, I've seen the, I seen you guys last game um, against uh, who you guys play? Uh, Hero. and Bosch, and I, I know they got. I got a little bit more point center looks that game. Yeah, man. I got and had some passes. Yeah, I'm no coach, but you know, I, don't get me, don't get me into it, man. <laughs> don't, get me, don't get me into it. Hey, I like the way you looked out there, man. That's all I say. That's all I say. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, I'll tell a, a little story. I was on my visit. Uh, maybe it was an unofficial visit or, or something. It was after a game, and you were living in Fordham. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you had a roommate or not. Uh, no, Tyson. Tyson was your roommate. And, uh, you know, I'm with Moser and maybe Mullins, and we're going, we're going to see, uh, we're going to see Ingram's uh, place. I'm like, all right. I walk into your room, and there's like, I don't know, 25 pairs of shoes. I'm like, oh shit! This guy's got a, a a a lot of shoes. You still uh you still into that stuff? You still collecting shoes and stuff? Yeah, man. I um I've kind of slowed down the last year or two. Um, and you gotta, you gotta watch which ones you bring to Europe because exactly. it, it, there's not enough room in the in the suitcase. Yeah, so I I think I was only able to get get about ten pair over here, and. I'm going to have to figure out what I can do on the way back because uh, I think we got about five or six pair. Uh, I've bought about five pairs. So I've now I'm broke them away. Yeah, so I'm sitting at about 20 pairs. So whether I have to sell them or, you know, give some to some teammates, I'm going to figure out. But, yeah, I'm definitely still into collecting shoes. But I'm just more into the OGs now, originals, you know, Jordan Retro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit more selective with my purchases now. But yeah, man, I'm definitely still on the shoe wave and going strong, man. What's your favorite uh, Jordan? My favorite Jordan, I say, Flu Game Twelve. Flu okay. Game Twelve is my favorite Jordan. Now, I got those with me out here, so. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a huge shoe guy too, man. I mean, <laughs> I love Jordans and stuff. Um, hey, man, classic crut. We got the high top, <laughs> high top hyper dunk. Find <laughs> it. Flying at Hyperdunks, man. Um, with, I guess the KDs are nice. I yeah, wear the KDs I, now. I see you wearing the KDs now. You like those? I I have. We get like three pairs of shoes here for the season, yeah. and I used all three pairs on those KDs. I'll wear those KDs until they don't make them anymore. Yeah, they're pretty comfortable, man. 
pretty nice. You, you, did, you did last year too, right? You did the KD, the ones before? Uh, Those are high caps. No, I, I don't know what shoe I wore last year. I think you did, bro. They they were a little different though. They're they're weird. They're cut at a weird angle. Yeah, but, I, I remember seeing your shoe last year. I'm like, oh, oh, he's, he's, oh, they were the KD like thirteens. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Not the fourteens. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. But um, hey, Dante, um, he mentioned his visit. I guess that was an unofficial, but his official visit. I've heard some stories about Ben. I think hinted on here that everyone had a good time. Do you remember anything from that? I don't know if Coach Moser was really excited about that. Or maybe like after his visit, were you confident that Cameron Crutwig would become a Loyola? You got it all wrong, man. All I remember I was already committed. And then I took my visit. Oh. Cam, did, I, Cam, did we do yeah. breakfast with you? What? Did we do breakfast uh, at your visit the next morning? Was I there for that? I think I was. You, I don't think you were there for that, but I wasn't there for most of that breakfast either. All I remember is, you know, I, I, I coach kind of used me as a Chicago guy that, you know, would host a lot of people. Um, what I do remember, and even with Clay, when he came and visited, um, <laughs> and I think Cam can attest to this, at the breakfast, you know, that next morning after we, you know, go out or, you know, to kick it as a team, the breakfast is a tough time. Yes, it is. I, I know a lot of guys that, you know, couldn't make it through the breakfast, had to throw up or, you know, hangover. That's why I said I wasn't that much of the breakfast. Yeah, so that I, I know we got the job done when guys are at breakfast struggling, so. It's like a eight thirty breakfast. Yep, at the same place too, same spot, same spot. Yeah. They don't got uh, Clark's is no more, man. Really? No. Yeah. With COVID, place it would. There's there's uh, nothing there. There's nothing there anymore. Yeah, it's oh. ridiculous. No sixty three. No, uh, no Clark's. No sixty three's gone too. Wow. So where where are students going nowadays? They're just going downtown or. Bruno's. They're going to Bruno's. Nah. Yeah, you basically got to Uber or take the train uh, to go a couple of these, you know, like Thursday night spots or something. But yeah. Wrigley? Yeah. To go to Wrigley or what? Yeah. Yeah. Pro- I'd say the student, student body goes more to like Lincoln Park. But yeah. Yeah, Wrigley. Wrigley All right. Last right. thing. We'll wrap, wrap it up here. You got a very good Porter Moser impression. I would say that mine is good, but you got – a, a great one. You got anything you wanna you wanna say? Man, if that if I could give the guys a visual of the classic jacket toss, yeah, <laughs> dude, that, I I do that right now. There's uh, there was a couple times where like it was like the first half, and uh, you know something something would happen bad, right? And coach would get his jacket like almost off, and then he put it, then he put it back on. He'd be like, no, not now, not now, not put it off now. Oh man, that's a classic. I, I, I actually, I have to share crud. I have to share this. I have to share this story. I think I know this one, but I have to share this one. We, share it. And I and I don't mean to put coach. I love you if you happen to hear this. I'm sorry, anybody. So we've got um, the game against SIU at SIU. It's uh, the game to clinch, right? That was the game for yeah. us to clinch yeah. uh, conference regular season, and. I think it's down the stretch. You know, I just had a three, made a couple of plays. 
And uh, I, I think at the end of the second half, like the game's kind of, in, in my eyes, the game's kind of already, you know, taking, yeah. we're up about eight or nine with a couple minutes left. Yeah. I took a heat check. <laughs> coach and coach, he lost it. He lost it. He's like, he does his jacket, he pulls it off. He's like, Dante, I'm gonna effing shoot him. Dante, get away. Having a heart attack and, and, and just completely losing it. Yeah, you know how coach is. Calls a calls a timeout and just puts his hand over his mouth and just <laughs> yes, one hand just up like this and, and he's just losing it. I will say, I think I think the funniest experience with Coach, seeing him get a technical foul, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, Montel James. Montel James was there my freshman and sophomore year. Uh, had dreads? Yeah, dreads. Yeah, athletic, yeah. athletic four or five. He's going off He's going up for a dunk, and a guy kind of undercuts him, and they don't call a foul. Coach throws his jacket. I wish I could find the video of this. Throws his jacket. He runs up the first row on the side of the bench. He sprints up it all the way up. He sprints all the way up top, <laughs> runs all the way back down. And the second he got to the last step, ref couldn't wait. Technical Porter Motor. He was losing it. I never seen him do anything like that. Actually, I've never seen any coach run in the stands like that. <laughs> I've never seen it. But that was hilarious. I might have to try and find the footage on that. We got to maybe uh, text Bill or something, try yeah. to get the footage. That, that was hilarious, man. That was the most funny uh, Porter Moser courtside experience I was a part of. All right. All right. You heard it here. Dude. Uh, yeah. They, they need to bring jackets back. That that was that was tough. Tough last year with that. I just remember, like, my freshman year, Corey, like, would have to hawk it down. Like, he'd start taking it off and just kind of, like, mirror him. He, uh, so that – Coach uh, D-Rob, who's now at, well, he was at Iowa State, but just got the head coaching job at maybe Cleveland State. He was uh, on the bad end of one of Porter's jacket throw tosses. <laughs> Coach took it off, and normally he throws it behind the bench. This time, he turns around, and he throws it right in D-Rob's face. He throws it to the side. Hits him right in the face. Damn. And then the, the jacket drops, and you just see D-Rob's face underneath the jacket. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> with like this grin, but like he's slightly pissed off. Um, and I was sitting right next to him. That was hilarious to see a coach get clobbered in the face like that with the jacket. It was hilarious, man. I, I've grabbed before down there at the end of the bench. He's like holding out like a bag of trash, just yeah. like shaking. I'm like, oh, okay, I just got it. I remember one time we were playing you and I. Uh, my my sophomore year, and I had to wear a mask because I broke my nose. Um, I wore a mask for like five weeks, and uh, to like start the game, I like missed a layup or something. And the guys on the bench told me after the game, we won this game. After the game, he was like, and he was coaches going up to Corey like Corey. He can't see out of the mask. He can't see. You gotta let him take it off. Like I think I like fumbled the ball and, and missed a little hook shot or something. And he was like, "He can't see out of that mask, Corey. You gotta get him to take it off." <laughs> oh, that, that was that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, he's hilarious. It seems like he's toned it down a little bit now. Yeah. This past year, uh, yeah. This is this is the most calm I've seen him over there on the sideline. Um. 
I would agree with that too. I, I, we're we're going to get him on here at some point and uh, we'll, we'll be able to talk. I'm sorry about that. When, yeah. when you see him try to try to go up all the way, those stands, see if he'll, he'd yeah. still do that in Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, well, that's a lot more ways to run up. So I don't know if he has that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I, you guys will have to try to get him to speak on that. He'll remember it. Just, uh, just mentioned, reference the CBI tournament and Montel James getting clipped on a dunk and not getting the call. <laughs> all right. All right. Sounds good. Well, Dante, thanks for coming on, man. We, we appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on to talk a little bit of hoops and everything. No problem, brother. Appreciate you guys for having me, man. Anytime. Yep, and good, good luck the rest of the season. Appreciate it, man. Hopefully we'll playoffs see playoffs are coming up. Yeah, man. We'll yes, see. Sir. Hopefully we'll see you guys again, man. All yes, right. Sir. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. So that interview in this episode was uh, brought to you by Bet Online. I, I didn't mention in that um, blurs. I, I showed you this before we got on. I'm one of the few, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say owner. I'll say yeah, uh, recipient recipient of uh, a Loyola gnome. You know, I don't know if you've seen on, on Twitter, our friend Hannah made, made me one. And hey, give I'm, her a shout out. What, what, yeah. what's... Susan, like she, she knits uh, these, these little Loyola gnomes. It's got the, oh, nice. the, the curse of L hat. It's elite. Um, so, yeah. It was good, good to see a couple fans, a uh, couple fans at the Cubs game, and then um, an alumni at at the banquet, and then a couple of us went to to Bruno's after. Man, this is my For first sure. time like Bruno's after. Sometimes the White there. Wizard there. He was. I didn't check on that side. I didn't see him though. Well, you would <laughs> know if he's. You would know if he's there. Yeah, you're right. I still see him around. People, people have no clue what we're talking about there, but he's no, a loyal. But yeah. yeah. All right. You, uh, you got anything else, boss? No, no, just uh, a couple more. Uh, hopefully, a month left in the season. Uh, playoffs, like I said, are starting up. So, uh, yeah. Just uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back in the next week or yep. two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be honest. We'll see. But uh, yeah. All right. Sounds good, boss. See you. All right. Go Blurs. Go Blurs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.